Hello and welcome to the Preserve and Illuminate podcast, where Nick Benson and my dad Justin Moss talk about being salt and light in a bland and dark world. Welcome back to the Preserve and Illuminate podcast. I'm here with my brother Nick Benson. So Justin. Hi Nicholas. And uh, I'm Justin Moss. And uh, here at the Preserve and Illuminate podcast, we like to be salt and light in a bland and dark world. And uh, today is our 68th episode. Mm. We're 68 episodes old. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Right? <laughs> Praise the Lord. We're going to go after uh, podcast insurance. It's called Medicare. <laughs> it's called Podicare. <laughs> <laughs> We're selling it for other We're podcasts, so, too. If you want it, you yeah. know, it costs you two, uh, two double-doubles. Yes, please. Yes, please. Animal so. style. Animal style, definitely animal style. Good job, Nick. You got taste buds. I was worried about that. Oh, man, come on. I'm a Reese's fan. Hey, hey, true story. By the way, that popcorn, next level. Off the chain? Yeah, it blew, it blew my mind. Yeah, that was, a, that was a verse. Shout out to my mom for yeah. that one. Thank you. Thank you, Mrs. Benson. Reese's popcorn. If that you haven't really tried good. it, try it. Yeah, get you some. And Reese's, the more people that try it, we're looking for a little kickback. Yeah, here sponsorship, too. please. All right. All right, your boys uh, are hungry. Right, <laughs> we're starving students. Yeah. All right, today's uh, today's topic is going to be homeward bound. Um, so, Nick, this was kind of uh, one of one of the ones that that you brought up. Uh, so, uh, how fitting is it that uh, that I would kind of toss it to you hmm. about what it means to be homeward bound? It's uh, actually a beautiful expression insane wait wait it's not a movie it is a movie we talked about that last week okay or i did you didn't know what it was hopefully you've looked it up since then i still didn't i didn't man, man see how much you love me i, I love i love you a ton nick but i could care <laughs> i could care less about a movie about a dog and yeah, a cat. i wouldn't watch it now either uh but it was it was good application or, or reference if you knew what i was talking about hopefully someone did um anyways chewy does yeah chewy, <laughs> chewy got see, you he, he knows what I'm about. that's my dog that's my dog that's my dog <laughs> <laughs> my dog Chewy. And because you said this out there, he is actually your dog. Yeah. You're taking him with oh, you today. Oh man, no, Marla wouldn't approve. <laughs> she won't even know. You're fine. <laughs> yeah, right. No, I'll, seriously, I'll just put like a little fur puppet in the bed. He sleeps all day. Nobody will know the difference. <laughs> Poor Chewy. <laughs> he gone. He gone. He gone. Uh, man, that's funny. Uh, but yeah, I I think um, Homeward Bound, like I said, didn't really click until a few weeks ago when I saw the the skateboard deck, which I mentioned last episode that. Um, you know, it was a skeleton with a cross on, on his hat and it said homeward bound underneath it. And I was like, oh, you, you know, that's a, especially, you know, we've, we've dealt with so much, uh, like loss of life in the last few years that we've, mm. you know, not more, you know, we've always had loss of life, but within the last few years, a lot of it's been, um, uh, like magnified and, and highlighted more than probably usual, uh, because people have passing like with, with COVID and, mm. and so on, um, amongst all the other ways of dying. Um, but homeward bound was something probably that wouldn't even meant much to me before that even though i've had loved ones pass before then and friends and things like that but um w- because of all the recent loss and then even you know as of last week my grandpa like that that expression started to like stick out more like homeward bound oh, yeah like yes lord like i have to realize that um this is not my home and i should be walking towards my home so it's Mm -hmm. homeward bound so because you know our faith it has to be a faith walk it's not just a 
a faith stand or, you know, sometimes there is a faith stand and you have to like stand up for something, mm -hmm. but the Lord's called us to walk out our salvation, right? Like to walk it out. So like in order to do that, I, I know you want to sing it. I was trying to get you to sing it. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but um, so for me, Homeward Bound has been uh, something that's been kind of, like, I, I even think like the Lord's telling me to like maybe write something about it, like a devotion or something because, um, of how beautiful that expression is if you expand on it. And mm -hmm. so I was hoping that maybe we can do it in, in audible form instead of writing it now um, and try to get into what that really means or what it could mean, especially to a believer, one that's mm -hmm. uh, a pilgrim or a sojourner walking through uh, this life. So um, that being said, there was like a bunch of verses that came to my head when I started thinking about uh, our walk, uh, where we're walking to, where uh, we've been promised to, um, even who we are citizens of, and in this eternal, uh, this non-eternal state, in this you know this worldly state, we are still to be citizens of where we are going, where mm -hmm. our home is, and our home should be heaven. So if we're a citizen of heaven, I actually have like a little mini definition of citizenship, which means the right and privileges of a native or adopted citizen as distinguished from a foreigner. So, you know, us, we're, we're Gentiles adopted into to the Lord's uh, kingdom. So we are now citizens of heaven because we've been adopted or grafted into. I like that word. What's grafted. That? Grafted. grafted. Yeah. 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 So we that, that being known, that needs to be our mindset. That needs to be how we walk and how we live, knowing that, uh, this is not our home, and that um, our home is in in heaven, and it should be uh, something we walk towards to daily. So I had a, like I said, a bunch of verses, but this is where I want to start, and uh, it's kind of bit like a few verses. There's actually 16 verses here in Hebrews chapter 13. I um, almost went there too. Really? Yeah. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Well, the Lord, the Lord had me do it. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Uh, all right, so Hebrews 13, 1 through 16. Um, reading from NLT, it says, Keep on loving each other as brothers and sisters. Don't forget to show hospitality to strangers. For some who have done this have entertained angels without realizing it. Remember those in prison as if you were there yourself. Remember also those being mistreated as if you felt their pain in your own bodies. Give honor to marriage and remain faithful to one another in marriage. God will surely judge people who are immoral and those who commit adultery. Don't love money. Be satisfied with what you have. For God has said, I will never fail you. I will never abandon you. So we can say with confidence, the Lord is my helper. So I will have no fear. What can mere people do to me? Remember your leaders who taught you the word of God. Think of all the good that has came from come from their lives and follow the example of their faith. Verse 8, Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. So do not be attracted by strange new ideas. Your strength comes from God's grace, not from rules about food, which don't help those who follow them. We have an altar from which the priests in the tabernacle have no right to eat. Under the old system, the high priest brought the blood of animals into the holy place as a sacrifice for sin, and the bodies of the animals were burned outside the camp so also jesus suffered and died outside the city gates to make his people holy by means of his own blood so let us go out to him outside the camp and bear the disgrace he bore for this world is not our permanent home we are looking forward to a home yet to come 
Therefore, let us offer through Jesus a continual sacrifice of praise to God, proclaiming our allegiance to his name. And don't forget to do good and to share those with those in need. These are the sacrifices that please God. Like I said, a lot of verses, 16, so much packed into those 16 verses, because this is actually like a, the concluding words of the book. It's the, the ending of this book. It's drawing to an end. Uh, the writer, you know, starts in verse one, just keep on loving each other. And I, I felt like that was appropriate for um, our, our homeward bound. Our walk should be in love and loving each other as brothers and sisters. So, not, you know, don't don't over, don't overlook even the, the non-believer, like still love them as a brother and sister and treat them that way, because that witness will hopefully prayerfully wear off, you know, wear off on them a little mm-hmm. bit, you know, and kind of kind of soften a heart here and there. Um, verse three goes on to say, remember those in prison and remember those also being mistreated. You know, I've, I have a, a brother in, off the top of my head right now that's um, that's in jail right now. So it makes me really think about um, him and, you know, and want and make sure, to, you know, to remember to pray for him and mm-hmm. and um, be there if I can, as far as like answering a phone call um, or if he needs something, maybe send him a couple bucks on his books to like help with hygiene, things like that. So, or even the remember also those being mistreated. So like the stuff that's going on in Ukraine, even persecuted church, like around the world, like, you know, something we need to remember to keep in prayer as we walk towards our home uh, for, you know, for, for us too, we're married. So give honor to marriage, remain faithful to one another. God surely judges the immoral. So we, you know, as uh, husbands, we have a calling to be obedient and faithful to the one that the Lord's given us, our wives. Uh, five, don't love money. Um, six, say with confidence, the Lord is my helper. What can people do to you? So as you walk, you have to remember that uh, people are mortal and we're walking towards an immortality, you know, with the, with the, with the Lord. So uh, remember that don't fear man to fear God. Uh, then Jesus Christ, verse 8, is the same yesterday, today, forever. That's such a, an awesome promise and, and thing to stand on. Um, and then you go down to 14, for the world is not our permanent home. We are looking forward to a home yet to come. So that was the verse that kind of brought me to this this uh, this gathering of verses. And, and it's that remembrance that as we walk, we're not permanently home until we are face-to-face with Jesus. Hmm. Yeah, there's there's a ton in there, right? And yeah. that's actually where um, where I started was here, right? Um, but because of you know because of how common um, this was, mm-hmm. um, and I had a feeling you were going to go there. Thanks, man. Yeah, for Com- sure. Commonality. Yeah, no, no, because it, I mean, <laughs> rightfully so, right? Yeah, this yeah is where we the, had to mention is, it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I want I I, I had a, a a little bit of a different um, approach. And some of it was yeah. obviously spirit led and some of it was obviously in, in, intentional on both sides. Mm. But um, how it starts out, at least here in the, in the New King James, um, it says, let brotherly love continue. Amen. Right. So there's a couple of things that I want to point out from your introduction and then talk about brotherly love. And then, then, then I'll go back to where mm-hmm. uh, the verses um, that, that I selected here, it's at least open here. Um. We walk, right? And we walk in in time mm-hmm. to a, a, a definitive place, right? And we're on this planet 
right? Which is so huge that if you walked your whole life, you you probably wouldn't get to where you wanted to. It mm-hmm. would take you that long to get there, right? But we're walking to a, a definite place in time where time doesn't exist, Yeah. right? So a lot of people get caught up on, you know, where am I walking to? It's not where you're walking to. It's, it's who mm. you're walking to. Yeah. Because that path isn't something that can be mapped out or people would just go there right now. <laughs> True. You know what I mean? Like you'd already be there. Yeah, you'd already be there. It, you can't. So it's important for us as, as, as Christians when we talk about our walk that people understand that there is a focal point and a place that you're going to. And, you know, whether it's likened to a walk, a run, a sprint, a marathon, whatever, whatever it's, it's likened to, the fact is we're going somewhere and it's going to take some time to get there. Mm-hmm. And when we get there, we should be looking at one person the whole time, right? Mm-hmm. We should just keep our eyes focused on Jesus the whole entire time. You know, that, that brings me back to, you know, last week I got to talk about um, Luke chapter 962, yeah. um, where we talk about putting our hand to the plow and not looking back, forgetting the past and looking forward to the things that we have coming. Right. And those are those are important things. But while we're doing that, to help people to understand like how important it is for us to keep focused, one of the key things is brotherly love. Right. Like they have to be able to see that in you. Mm-hmm. And you, I can't tell you, you know what I mean, that that I love you and then have two guns in my hand. You know what I mean? Be like, I love you, bro. Yeah. Right? I love you. And be like, oh, I think you're going to shoot me. Yeah. I love you, though. That's some crazy love. That's some crazy love, right? <laughs> but, you know, we can't have that visual contradiction of what our words are saying. Mm. It has to be wholeheartedly. Yeah. It has to be in word. It has to be in deed. It has That's to good. be, you know, in our being. And it has to be through the spirit and come naturally through us because anything fake most people can smell out over a sustained period of time Mm -hmm. so that that, i love how that that portion of scripture starts out right let brotherly love continue let's do that as we walk as we walk Mm. um but i wanted to go to to john chapter 14 a very very common um portion of scripture but it's it's actually important for us to set the tone for where we're going to understand you know what what jesus is saying and what this place is that we're going to because here he actually says i go to prepare a place for you Mm -hmm. and that's important because that place is what he has prepared it's not something that that we have any control over any say but it's something that we have to look forward to because he's saying he prepared that place for us something special so starting at uh, uh verse one in chapter 14 of john let not your heart be troubled you believe in god believe also in me in my father's house are many mansions if it were so i would have told you i go to prepare a place for you and if i go and prepare a place for you i will come again and receive you to myself that where i am there you may be also and where i go you know and the way you know Mm -hmm. and that's the way you know that's that walk that path you know the way Mm-hmm. Right. And of course, Thomas, right. Nobody else would ask this question. Maybe Peter, but Thomas <laughs> asked this question right? because he's a doubter. He said, Lord, we do not know where you are going and how can we know the way? And Jesus, I, I, I picture Jesus just kind of looking at him and just going, I'm glad you asked. Yeah. Right. I'm glad you asked that, that question. <laughs> Jesus, Jesus eyes, got, eyes got big with softball. Right. right? At him. He's like, <laughs> he's oh, like oh, that one's going out. Oh, buddy. <laughs> that one's going out. <laughs> 
<laughs> but he said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Amen. And that's something that we have, I have, I should say, imprinted on my heart. Um, and that's that's Marco's verse. I actually even wrote it down. Really? That's Marco's verse. Yeah, that's his life verse. He tapped that. Yeah. That's mine. Tap yeah. That. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> no one else. Tap that. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> he licked it. Yeah. Right? Oh. Where's the drool on my Bible, yeah. man? <laughs> that's my... That's me. <laughs> but we can we can see what what Jesus is 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 comparing our walk to and then why our walk is important, where our walk is going, and then how how we get there. It's through Jesus, mm-hmm. right? Because he's he not only said I am the way, but then he he level set and said, I am the truth, mm-hmm. right? Which is a big, big thing, right? That means there's only one truth. His truth is absolute. There's only one. That's it. And then he goes even one step further and says, I'm the life, mm. right? Everything. Everything. So that is everything you could ever want all wrapped up into one person. And when we talk about being homeward bound, mm. that's our home. Right. And you want to know how to get there. You know, that's your that's your GPS, your global <laughs> positioning system, right? Your godly positioning system. Mm in jesus pointing you to where home is right so yes sometimes we may get off track yes we may get distracted that doesn't mean we don't know where we're going and how to get there right that's good and yeah we uh in hebrews and also i believe it says that he's a, the anchor to our souls mm-hmm. and that's like something i always picture is mm-hmm. you know if he's the anchor to our souls that means we're we're you know hitched to him you know and then we're like constantly being um not only attached but when needed he can draw us near to him you know and that's where that's that's really how we get that revelation from god is when he draws us you know we can search for him but we also have to be obedient and and faithful to what he's called us to in order for himself to reveal himself because you know if he's revealing himself where we should be but we're like you know a mile off over here like like where are you lord he's Mm. like you know where you're supposed to be you Mm know so we need to keep that thought process, you know, the mindset, I think, is a is a huge, you know, our heart is 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 probably the biggest when it comes to um, passion and desire and, and, and want, you know, but our mind, we have to be convinced that we are on a homeward journey, you know, that we are walking towards something better than what we're seeing right now, because heaven is our home. So if the Bible says our citizenship is in heaven and we should walk that that same way that's you know matching that always keeping eyes forward mm-hmm. and tony evans said it's it's hard to see your future when you're staring at your past mm-hmm. so if you're constantly beating yourself up for things you've done um or didn't do mm-hmm. you're going to be stuck in the past that's you know you're stuck in a rut mm-hmm. you got to get out of that you got to focus on what the future is you know and when the devil reminds you of your past remind him of his future mm-hmm. and that's it um like a lot of people struggle with that and we all do but some people like really really struggle with it mm-hmm. and from the outside looking in you know knowing the little little bit i do about scripture and the little little bit i do um, about my lord and savior jesus like i i can see that just continually having them almost walking backwards. Like they know where they're supposed to go, mm. but they're like walking backwards, staring at the past going, I can't, I can't, nope, I can't. It's too <laughs> tough. It's like, hey, turn around. <laughs> right? Jesus is right in front of you, right? right. Yeah. Um, and 
you know, that's, that's important for people that, that, that struggle with that just to keep their eyes focused on Jesus. And it's, it's a walk. These are steps of faith. Um, we don't, we don't know where we're going, but we are drawn to that. Mm-hmm. And we have the Holy Spirit as a helper to guide us. Right. But, you know, the question is, are we obedient? Are we listening? Are we, are we doing the things that we're called to do? Mm-hmm. Are we staying in the word? Are we worshiping? Are we witnessing? You know, we just went over the the four pillars. You know, are we doing these things to make sure that we're connected to that power source? Right. Are we, are we making sure that our heart and mind and soul are all, you know, focusing on loving our, 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 our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, loving God, and then loving our neighbor as ourself. Mm-hmm. Are we, are we doing that? Right. And if not, then, you know, we as Christians should be assessing, okay, where, where, where am I off? It's not hard. Mm-hmm. It's not hard. You know what I mean? Some people make it hard. Right. And some people want to create a 15 step program, but it's just like, you know, like, like Lion Tamers has one step to freedom. Step. It's, it's, it's Jesus. Right. Right. That's it. Yeah. Right. Lock back in. Yeah. And then you're good to go. Right. Right. They, they draw the line. <laughs> they like physically draw a line in the room. Like, you know, that's how easy it is. It's like you're here or you step over that line and mm-hmm. now you're here. It's one step. So they always, it's funny you said that because, you know, um, I've been z- zooming in on Tuesdays to, to listen to Lion Tamers because um, the more we're plugged in, the more mm-hmm. we can stay heavenly minded. You know, the mm-hmm. more we're plugged in, the more power we are given, the more, you know, the Holy Spirit can move through our lives, you know. And yes, it takes time to, uh, an effort to get plugged in, um, but you can't really expect to have that power or expect to have any hope or strength to to endure if you're not getting recharged and getting mm-hmm. powered up um because the world's the world's not going to like the world's not going to give you it's like fake power you know it's it's fleeting it's mm-hmm. it's a uh, it's something that's you know not authentic it's it's replicated <laughs> if it can be taken from you yeah yeah it's not from god amen right so somebody can come in, and a, and a, and a moth can destroy, moth and rust can destroy, and a thief can come in and steal it. Mm. It's not from God, Amen. right? Everything we have should be obviously with an open hand. Yeah. The tighter you squeeze it, you know, it's the I don't want to quote that movie, but uh, it's like the cradle cradle puppy death syndrome, right? Where you just squeeze it to death. Oh, you yeah. hug it so much mm-hmm. that you actually end up, you know, you, you end up killing it. Suffocating it, yeah. Yeah. So you know, for us, we we don't hold on to anything. Mm-hmm except for our home Amen. which is not here it's in heaven Amen. and that's what we hold on to that's what we, we 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 cling tightly to right that's what we hold fast to right that's what we're able to like you said sometimes you got to stand that's what we stand fast for mm. nothing else right no 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 other ideology or or or, or theory or even the debate mm. of theology Man. do we stand on I was just know, thinking that right that we don't there's no point yeah. right it's either it's heaven or it's hell essential non-essential right that's it yeah and that's what we that's that's the only thing we hold fast to and you know when you think about you know being being homeward bound like on that on that journey like you would want to like prepare yourself for that journey Mm -hmm. right you don't leave to (laughs) go somewhere that you call your home you know without preparing for it Right. right but it's a spiritual preparation this isn't a physical preparation it's a spiritual suitcase. It's not a physical suitcase, <laughs> yeah. right? It's a, it's a it's a spiritual ticket. You know what I mean? It's yeah. it's not a physical ticket. 
but what are you doing, you know, to prepare yourself for that thing, right? Because if this, if, if, if heaven is what we know it is, right, then you would want to tell everybody about it. Like, yeah. do you guys got to come to my home? Right. Right? Yeah. Got to meet my dad. Yeah. <laughs> True. Um, I had more verses, obviously. Yeah. So uh, Philippians 3, 18 mm-hmm. to 21. I, I have, uh, again, the NLT, it says, For I have told you often before, and I say it again with tears in my eyes, that there are many whose conduct shows they are really enemies of the cross of Christ. They are headed for destruction. Their God is their appetite. They brag about shameful things, and they think only about this life here on earth. But we are citizens of heaven, where the Lord Jesus Christ lives, and we are eagerly waiting for Him to return as our Savior. He will take our weak mortal bodies and change them into glorious bodies, like His own, using the same power with which He will bring everything under His control. Mm. So, for me, those... uh, I wanted to start on 18 because verse, I mean, verse 20 is, is really where, um, where the meat is for, for this episode, at least, because it says, but we are citizens of heaven where the Lord Jesus Christ lives and we are eagerly waiting for him to return as our savior. So that's that, that homeward bound that being, you know, uh, focused on what, what's to come and, mm-hmm. and what we have to come. Uh, but I started at 18 because, um, it's, it really, it really, spoke to me how it it, um, describes kind of the world first and it describes the people that you know are lost and then how how paul feels for that you know he's like says i for i've told you often before and i say it again with tears in my eyes that there are many whose conduct shows they are really enemies of the cross like that's that's that debate we were just talking about like that internal Mm -hmm. debate within the church that keeps people going in circles and stumbling people over like the non-essentials when Really, we should just focus on Jesus and keep walking towards Him, and that's what we should point others to. The same thing, never mm-hmm. to ourselves, never to a seat, never mm-hmm. to a song. You mm-hmm. know, like yes, those are all good things, and the Lord's given us. But at the same time, it's not the essential. It's not the point. You know, right. the point is verse twenty: We are citizens of heaven when the Lord Jesus Christ, where the Lord Jesus Christ lives, and we are eagerly waiting for Him to return as our Savior. And then twenty-one, I love it because that's. You know, I picture uh, my grandpa, you know, like he mm-hmm. was about to be 99. His body was pretty, pretty beat, you know, mm-hmm. like not in a bad way. He was actually really healthy, obviously, to live that long. Um, but it says in 21, he will take our weak mortal bodies and change them into glorious bodies like his own, using the same power with which he will bring everything under his control. And it's just like, wow, Lord, like no matter what happens to us here on earth, what our bodies look like, what, you know, maybe... uh disabilities we may have what what things may happen in the future that cause uh you know disfigurement or things like old age that you know just rot our bodies away because it's gravity and and sin but at the same time the lord promises us a new immortal body Mm. it's like a perfect state it's like so when you take that last breath here on earth and you open your eyes face to face to jesus you're like literally brand new and imagine that, yeah, right. Um, even as you were, as you were talking, right, about those those people that debate about things, right. It's you keep the main thing, the main thing, Amen. right. Um, it's 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 cool and interesting to to hear some of the theological um, questions and debates, and even the research that's done to kind of 
to go a little bit deeper. Mm-hmm. You know, don't mistake. There's nothing wrong with with going deeper, right? At all, right? If it becomes something where it's a point of division, where there's somebody that you would disagree with, yeah, you might want to throw that in the trash. Shut it off. You might want to knock it off because that that is not only repulsive to you know to the people that you're talking to because then you get you're going to incite some stuff. Um, some debate, some division, but at the same time, like, how does that look to a person that has no idea what you're talking about? Mm. And they see two people that are supposedly going to heaven, sternly arguing and debating about theology, right? And they're wondering, like, well, if I could debate Christ, then why would I want something true? How is that the truth? How's the truth if you can debate it? Yeah, yeah if you could debate it within right? your own. Yeah, yeah, within your own. Like, why would I want to join? Uh, a, a church of people that don't even agree. Right. I thought this whole point was like, there's something better. There, right. Now you're telling me that the best it gets is the smartest people that you have. What you have to offer is that. No, thank you. Right. Right. That that's that's repulsive. And um, verse 17 of chapter three. Um, it's interesting because as you were reading it, you know, I went back and I looked oh. at it. I go, man, that should actually that should actually be at the end here. Yeah, true. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you could actually put like 17, 17 here. before. Huh? Yeah, you could put it at the end because it says, brethren, join in following my example yeah. and note those who so walk as you have us for a pattern. Mm-hmm. Right. And think about that. Like we are that pattern. We are example. We are setting that example. We are paving the path for other people to follow. And I'm a firm believer in that, especially for our wives and our children and our family members. Like they are, they are watching us and they're saying, okay, so this is, this is what a Christian is. Mm-hmm. And our kids for the early part of their lives are following us. They're just, they're, they're blindly following us because they trust us. They love us. And they said, okay, this is what my dad did. Yeah. And we have to be, we have to be mindful of that and what path we cut out. So next, uh, I wanted to, to look at Luke chapter 23, um, verses 39 through 43. Um, because this is this is this is where Jesus is on the cross and he's having a conversation um, with the other two. Mm-hmm. And you get we get an idea of what Jesus calls where he is going. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, and mm-hmm. I and I even wrote like a little header portion of this because I put like cross to paradise. Right. Yes. Um, because we're homeward bound. Right. right. But in the translation that I have here, Jesus says is paradise. Mm. And if we're homeward bound, it's really cool to know that our home is paradise. Mm. Because if you had a place to pick to go, right, wherever you wanted to go, it would be a place where you could find that serenity, you know, work for a vacation. It would be a place that, you know, you would call paradise, right, True. in your own mind, however that would be. You know, mm-hmm. some people were like me, might call like the mountains fishing, right? You might call that paradise, Yeah. right? Um, but starting in, in, uh, in verse 39 in Luke chapter 23, then one of the criminals who were hanged blasphemed him, saying, if you are the Christ, save yourself and us. Mm. But the other answering rebuked him, saying, do you not even fear God, seeing you are under the same condemnation? And we indeed justly, for we receive the due reward of our deeds. But this man has done nothing wrong. Then he said to Jesus, Lord, remember me when you come into your kingdom. And Jesus said to him, 
Assuredly, I say to you, today you will be with me in paradise. Mm -hmm. Homeward bound is paradise, Nick. Mm -hmm. That's where we're headed. Right. If you're a believer. Right. If you, have a, <laughs> you can almost say that's the crossroads to paradise. Yeah. I, because the... The wordplay, yeah. And the, the first, you know, criminal just being so outside of the way, you know, like where he... He had the chance. He was at that crossroad and decided to make a left or make a right. Right. Instead of going straight to him because he had that last second opportunity. And then the other criminal even rebukes the, the, the guy and sticks up for Jesus. Yeah. Uh, who knows if he even knew really who Jesus was until that moment and seeing the, you know, the Son of Man in person mm. and then having that revelation and feeling in the presence of the lord and mm. and even just proclaiming it right there you know like he hasn't done anything doesn't even deserve this lord remember me when you enter into your kingdom it's like mm. oh man he he knew it for some reason his heart was changed and heart was like he knew exactly where he was wanting to go mm. and at that crossroads where the other one was so dejected by it right and there's a scene that's there that one of the the one of the criminals bought into the scene. Mm -hmm. He almost repeated what everybody else was mocking Jesus True. with. Oh, save yourself. Yeah. Because that's what was being was said, said before. True. Right. And then the other one right. in the same scene, Ooh. right, might have read that inscription, the inscription that was written above Jesus and was like, oh my goodness. Mm. Right. He may have been uh, uh, somebody that understood who the Messiah was mm. and how this was all going to go down right. or saw him treated this way. And realize that you know that they just they just set this criminal free and they crucified this dude. And there's a mob of people that are just like crucify him, kill him, right? They're like, what? Did, he's trying to figure out in his mind, like, what did this dude do? Like, mm -hmm. he didn't do anything. No oh, man. You know, imagine that that scene, mm -hmm. and then just to hear those words. Assuredly, I say to you, today you will be with me in paradise. Wow. Yeah, and. You know, in the culture full of all kinds of other agendas, <laughs> like it's it's if, as Christians, we need to recognize that one, we're citizens of of heaven, so we mm -hmm. have something to look forward to. We have that paradise to look forward to, but we need to embrace God's kingdom agenda above all these other worldly agendas. There's all these plans. There's all these uh, even manipulate. You know, there's a lot of manipulation happening too mm -hmm. behind the scenes and even in front of our eyes. And I'm not just talking about government or media. Or even though those, I would say they're guilty of that. But there's also the same, you know, within our own community, within our own, you know, uh, cities, workplaces. Like the, this type of stuff is happening all the time. So we need to embrace God's agenda and walk towards jesus because he mm -hmm. is what the way the truth and the life so we have to embrace that mm -hmm. and walk with that and not be afraid of of man you know mm -hmm. and don't fear man fear god walk with that reverence walk with that boldness and the confidence that god's got you even on the cross this criminal was saved and mm -hmm. entered into paradise that very moment thank you jesus for grace and mercy even at the very end you know mm -hmm. And there's a whole debate about about that um, yeah. a criminal <laughs> right being 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 you know accepted into heaven, and there's another point you know that Nick and I wholeheartedly agree on, like you know that just shows the grace of God and how much He loves us. That doesn't that doesn't mean you wait till the last moment right. to accept Him. Yeah, 
but just to understand how loving he is and how much he wants us there with him. Right. That's why I read, you know, the verses one through six, yeah. because he's going to prepare a place for you. Mm. Are you willing to come home? For everyone. For everyone. Yeah. Everyone, Nick. Except for Chewie. Because <laughs> he's a dog. What do you want from me? Staring at you. Right? right? <laughs> Look at him. <laughs> we had a camera. I'd zoom in. Uh, we right zoom now. in. He's just mad dog at me right now. Yeah. I woke him up. That's why. It's yeah. nothing to do with what we're saying. Despicable. <laughs> so um, something else that stood out to me when when kind of looking up different like these verses and, and kind of cross-referencing and even looking up commentaries um one of the commentaries was, say, was saying basically that, that you know this earth is temporary so develop an in- eternal perspective so that's that you know that focus on jesus again that, that heaven you know heaven bound the homeward bound thought process and then it also says spiritual dis- discernment is critical mm-hmm. you need to be able to to discern the sources that are influencing your thinking and it says, it goes on to say, the importance of having spiritual influences in your life to keep you focused on an eternal expect, perspective rooted in Scripture. So the discernment is, is, is critical for our personal walks because we have to discern what, um, what is, if, make sure we're on that homeward bound, on that GPS, you know, mm-hmm. that you said the God positioning system, you know, mm-hmm. like that. We need to make sure that's, that's, that's on, you know, because you can, you can drive somewhere without a map and just be, you know, that stubborn man. Like, I don't need directions. I'm not asking for none and just keep right. going. Um, or you can be the one that turns your GPS on and starts following the path that the Lord's put in front of you. But it also goes on to I bring up the spiritual influences in your life. We were just talking off air in between segments that, you know, there's people we like to listen to because they are a spiritual influencer. Not that mm-hmm. we look to them for the answer because Jesus is the answer, but we do need people to influence us spiritually like sharpen us as far as uh bible understanding what what scripture uh, is trying to say or different applications different perspectives i feel like perspective is a huge thing and one of the things i enjoy the most about small group studies is you hear everybody's different Mm -hmm. perspective on the verses we're reading and i think it's so cool to hear how god moves differently in everybody all bringing us to that one home yeah to paradise yeah and the different there's journeys too right like the if if you can bind everybody's experience like in those small groups oh yeah like it would they would all be different yeah but it would it would you know it it's awesome to see how everybody ended up on that same path right right you know and 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 some entered the path really early and they're like cruising and some entered the path like just in time they're like oh i made it yeah slid in all sweating right (laughs) like i'm here I'm not but, late, right? Right. I'm not late, right? But it's interesting <laughs> to see how how God, you know, brings all those people together, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and even like on the outside, you know, looking in to those situations, like you could you could see God's hand in it. You can see like how those bonds and those divine appointments are being set, mm-hmm. you know, each and every day. Mm-hmm. And the, the opportunity that we have as, you know, as Christian men to to honor those appointments and to see what he's going to do and to know that, you know, like when we say bye at night, it's just bye. Mm-hmm. Right. And even if one of us were to pass, like we're going to see each other again. It, it's just, it's just a bye. Like I'll see you later. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's yeah. not a goodbye. It's not like, see ya, peace. Yeah. You know, yeah. this is it. Never again. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's, it's a true, um, see you later. So I wanted to go to, to first Peter. Uh, I got a couple of verses 
several verses in first Peter. Uh, first is chapter one, verses three through nine. Um, I'll read them and then and then we can kind of talk about them a little bit here. So it says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who according to his abundant mercy has begotten us again to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead to an inheritance incorruptible and undefiled and that does not fade away, reserved in heaven for you who are kept by the power of God through faith for salvation, ready to be revealed in the last time. Like you could you could spend the next three hours kind of breaking each of those <laughs> verses down, seriously. <laughs> right. But because of what Jesus did, we have that inheritance. It right. cannot fade. It's untouchable. It's just there. Hmm. It's it's not a um I forget the terminology, but it's not like something you could just claim and say, that's mine, right? You can't like, you know, lick it, right? Like we were talking about earlier, right? <laughs> right? You can't, you can't, you can't do that. It's a gift that's been given to us that we receive by faith, mm -hmm. only by faith. Mm -hmm. There's no action. There's nothing you can do to get it. It's only by faith. Mm -hmm. And then in verse six, he says, in this, you greatly rejoice. Though now for a little while, if need be, you have been grieved by various trials, but the genuineness of your faith being much more precious than gold. The genuineness of your faith is more precious than gold. Okay. And I repeated that on purpose. That perishes through, it is tested by fire, may be found to praise, honor, and glory at the revelation of Jesus Christ, whom, having not seen, you love. Though now you do not see him, yet believing, you rejoice with joy inexpressible, full of glory, receiving the end of your faith. What is the end of our faith, Nick? The salvation of your souls. Amen. So that, um, for me, brought me um, to think about, like, about our walk, really what we're, we're focused on, but to make sure that as we, we are homeward bound, that this is a walk of faith. This mm -hmm. isn't a walk of works, right? This isn't a, a, a walk of anything else. Yes, there will be those things because of the fruit that is produced, mm -hmm. but that walk that we have is a faith walk. And as we are you know, going home, that there's a genuineness of our faith that is much more than gold, you know, the which perishes, by the way, mm -hmm. right? A lot of people are like, oh, this is as great as gold, right? That also perishes. Mm -hmm. That also perishes. Right. Our faith should not. Mm. That's good. And I, um, it while you were reading these verses, it reminded me of, um, it was like a Sunday night, I think, and Dustin was teaching. He, he was teaching through First Peter, and mm -hmm. I think he even went on to First and Second and Third John. Um, but something that kept going through my head when, when teaching through the first chapter of First Peter was, was how, it talks about being purified or being tested as fire, you know, by fire and purifies like that. That's how those, those impurities are removed from the gold and the material, the dross, the dross. Yeah, exactly. So, um, you know, I always, this was like part of my prayer during that time because it kept, it kept repeating in my head, but you know, I was, I was praying that, you know, that he would, he would put my heart through his fire to, to produce the gold that he desires. And I, mm. and I, and I know like you just said, like gold is, is perishing, right? The gold here on earth, but the gold I was referring to was like that, that, that prize utensil, you know, mm. in, in heaven, like there's going to be different 
uh, uses for the different pieces, right? Like mm-hmm. pastors shared on the different uh, utensils and vessels, you know, mm-hmm. and sometimes there's vessels of, of dishonor and there's mm-hmm. vessels of honor, but even the vessels of honor, there's different uh, layers even to that. You know, some mm-hmm. sometimes you save the china for the queen, you know, mm-hmm. and then the other one's the daily use. And that gold that he desires, I pray that's that fine china. Like he, 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 he desires the best of me in and through all things because he has me here for a purpose. So I have to give him my best because mm-hmm. he expects the best and he doesn't want less of that. He wants a wholehearted devotion. Right, which is part of that sanctification process, getting us to that point where, Amen. where we are that gold, right? Mm. This this physical mortal body, just like the gold that we're referencing, will perish, right? Right, but we will also be made new, mm. right? And we'll get those new bodies. And I think that you know a lot of a lot of us, while we're in the fire and going through that refining part of the sanctification process, really get hung up on the process and not the purpose, mm-hmm. right? We get hung up on like, oh my goodness, right? Um, it's It sucks or it's tough or it's hard, but it's not, Yeah, you know? Because every time you get through it and you see what the Lord has done, you look back and say, well, it wasn't, it wasn't mm-hmm. as bad as I was complaining about, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. When we get to heaven, right, and we look back, it, it's nothing yeah. compared to eternity. Yeah, it was easy. It was, it was easy. It was, <laughs> it was easy. worth it. Right? right? 100%. It was absolutely worth it. Charles Stanley says, the transform, transformation is God's goal for us, and we cooperate with his plan of spiritual metamorphosis when we train our minds to dwell on the things of God rather than the things of the flesh. Mm. And that's where we can get caught up in circumstance. And I'm not just saying the skin, like you know, like some sort of sin with the skin. Like That's the things of the flesh. That's things of the world. Like So like you can get tripped up. And, and get caught up with the debates or with the uh, um, sin, of course. But also there's so many different things we can get caught up on, you know, circumstance, finances, work, et cetera, et cetera. When, you know, God's called us to, to start changing our mind, to keep it on him, mm. focus on him in and through all things. So even if there is that storm or that problem or that, you know, uh, speed bump, like, the Lord's going to be there for for you, and He says to stay focused on Me through it, the whole time. The whole time. The whole time. Not part of the time. Mm. The whole time. There's another quote. Someone uh, once said, "It says, I find the great thing in this world is not so much where we stand, as in what direction we are moving. To reach the port of heaven, we must sail, or we must sail sometimes with the wind and sometimes against it. But we must sail and not drift nor lie at anchor." Mm-hmm. I thought that was kind of a cool visual. Like we are to sail and we have a destination and sometimes the wind's going to be against us and sometimes the wind's with us. Yeah, that, that reminds me of the the tempest, right, that the disciples were in yeah. because they were caught up and they're like, Lord, don't you care that we're perishing? And then he said, peace be still. And then they were on the shore. Like You guys are getting here. Right. You know what I mean? Like we get caught up in the storm. Yeah. He even and, says before that, yeah, like, we will go to the other side. We're going to the other side. Yeah. I'm going to take a nap. Right. That's our, that's, that's our, that's our us faith. Of little faith. Right? Huh? Oh, ye of little faith. <laughs> I was going to say ye, but I don't want to point the finger. I said, why? Us. I said, us. I don't, you know, both of us. Yeah. Both. Oh, BOF. Oh, look, Nick's being nice. He's sharing. No, not today. Hashtag ground Nick. <laughs> <laughs> Again. <laughs> Always. 2022, ground Nick. <laughs> Can't wait till this year's over. <laughs> 2023, ground no, Nick. No, just stop it. No more. 
Eternity. Ground Nick. <laughs> Man, Isaac's loving this. Right? <laughs> that was the biggest smile I've ever seen him smile. <laughs> when I said he should be grounded, that was great. <laughs> All right. Um, I only have one portion. Me too. Left. So let's end with those. Okay. All right. You want to go? You wanna I'll go, go first. Okay. Oh, you, you want to go first? Uh, Where are you at? You're still on Peter? I'm still on Peter. Oh, let's stay there then. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. All right. Because maybe we won't even go to mine. Why? I say that. Uh, <laughs> first, first Peter again, right? But we're gonna look. Just go over to to, to five, uh, chapter five, mm-hmm. and then we're gonna look at verses six through eleven. This Ooh. is kind of I know, right? This is my little bit of a a closing closing verse too. Uh, but I love how how Peter kind of closes this, and we have to remember that Peter. Peter was always walking. It just wasn't directionally correct. Mm-hmm. And he got rebuked multiple mm-hmm. times by Jesus, mm-hmm. right? Because called Satan, you know? right? <laughs> right? <laughs> Get behind me. <laughs> but his zeal is cannot be questioned, right? Yeah. His desire to serve cannot be questioned. Mm. And when we go into Acts chapter two, you see that come full circle when he has that sermon that is the most powerful sermon, you know, that we could, we could read here in scripture, in my opinion, Mm. um, that he went through everything that he went through, but Jesus came back to restore him specifically Mm -hmm. right on the shore, which again is one of my favorite portions of scripture um, because of how Jesus addresses him. Jesus takes him back to being a kid. You're your father's son. Do you love me? And start stepping him through agape, agape, agape. And it's like mm. phileo, phileo. Oh my goodness. Mm. He was saying agape. Mm. And then he realizes the weight and what happened and how Jesus is resurrected in front of him, having breakfast by the sea. Mm. And all this stuff begins to manifest in his life. So this is this is that same Peter's letter. So there is a significant amount of experiential wisdom coming out of out of both. Um, books of Peter mm-hmm. or both letters that Peter has. But again, in chapter five, starting at verse six, um, he says, therefore, humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time, casting your care upon him, for he cares for you. Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, walks about like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. Resist him, steadfast in the faith, knowing that the same sufferings are experienced by your brotherhood in the world. But may the God of all grace, who called us to his eternal glory by Christ Jesus, after you have suffered a while, perfect, establish, strengthen, and settle you. To him be the glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. Amen. And the reason I wanted to close with this is because we need to humble ourselves to be on that walk. We have to understand that as we go on that walk, there is an enemy trying to get in our way, try to trip us, trap us, mm-hmm. right? He's trying to he's trying to get us out of that path, mm-hmm. which means you're on the right path, which means you're worth fighting for as well. Right. Whole nother topic. Yeah. Hmm. Um, but realize that he's him, but also that we have the strength to resist him. Like we just said, we could tell him, get behind me, Satan, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. When, you, when Jesus knocks on the, I mean, when Satan knocks on the door, you just have Jesus answer the door. Yeah, <laughs> seriously, right? We could, we, could, we could get through that, but also understand that there's others that are suffering. Mm. There's others that are suffering. And that has, right. that has like a three-pronged approach. One, there's other people with you. You're not alone. Mm-hmm. Two, 
you're going to get through it just like they'll get through it. Three, when you do pull them forward, pray for them, right? right? Have them on your heart. True. And then he talks about um, the grace and where we were called. And in verse 10, he says, but the God of the God of all grace who called us to his eternal glory by Christ Jesus. Right. That's where we're called Mm. into that eternal glory. And that's where we should settle. Right. Because in, in, in verse 10, he kind of closes and says that it will perfect, establish, strengthen and settle you. Yeah. Like that's that sanctification process that we're going through. Yes, we go through a trial. We make it through. We're a little bit more pure. Keep your eyes focused on Jesus. Stay on the path. Yeah. And then you just keep going through it again and again and again. And then through one of those, when we step out of that, we're going to see Jesus face to face. Right. It's a con- and we're homeward bound, Nick. Constant refinement as we walk towards our home. That's, yeah. And it's such a great, you know, promise and and thing to look forward to. And I thank God for for His Word and for his promises that stand true against the time. And, you know, like you said, like even through those tough times, we, we see after the fact, when we look back afterwards, we're like, Oh wow, I saw, I can see where the Lord was working. And I, and then you can see the, the refinement and the betterment of your walk or uh, your family or whatever that process was in, you know, there's a restoration and there's like a a making of new in all things at all times. It's constantly Mm -hmm. because we're working our way towards as our body breaks down our spiritual our spiritual mindset and our soul should be vamping up you know Mm -hmm. it should be it should be gaining more steam towards our final home Mm -hmm. our final destination i don't like to use that word those two words because of the the movies and it makes me think of scary movies but what homeward bound no final destination okay i was gonna say don't tell me you haven't seen that either (laughs) back to the dogs and the cat again I don't know. Oh, man, you haven't seen no movies. I have, though. Just, <laughs> just not the just bad ones, ones like me. Yeah. <laughs> like Top Gun. Here we go. Eh. Eh. All right. They're coming out with a part two. Nick. Are they? Oh, yeah, they are. I yeah. thought, yeah, I did see a trailer. So that hasn't came out yet? No. no we're we're going to spiral down. I can't wait That's to see how, how, how oh. awesome Iceman is. You can't see it, but my thumbs are down. Yeah. Like all the way. <laughs> Hopefully, they got new characters. They need it. Val Kimmer's a hot mess. Uh, yeah. Same with Tom Cruise, though. <laughs> yeah, Tom Cruise is a hot mess, too. Give it up. I wonder anyway. if Goose is still alive. Not in the movie. Maybe he comes back. <laughs> oh, here we go. <laughs> Making the movie weird. <laughs> Zombie planes. Zombie. <laughs> Anyways, let's finish. <laughs> Stay focused. What about the sound effect? <laughs> oh, I'm a professional sound effect. I'm professional. Don't get me started. Right. Sound like the dude from Police Academy. (laughs) 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 All right, so I'm going to end in Colossians 3, 1 and 2. Because it says, Since you have been raised to new life with Christ, set your sights on the realities of heaven where Christ sits in the place of honor at God's right hand. Think about the things of heaven, not the things of earth. We can get caught up all day long in the, the mud down here, but we have clear skies and paradise to look forward to mm-hmm. uh, in heaven. So let's keep our, our mind on that. Not saying that we're not going to be, you know, too heavenly minded, that we're no no earthly good, as the saying goes, but uh, heavenly minded so we can uh, draw some people to Jesus uh, along our walk as well. And, and most importantly, our family, but then let it also witness and wear off on those other people that we encounter with that brotherly love that we started with and mm-hmm. the humility that you ended with. Like that's two key ingredients to, to walk in the walk towards our, towards our home.
Mm-hmm. And like we were talking about, you know, we, we're carving that path out. Just know, you know, that there is a path uh, that's already paved, right? We just need to stay on it. But also at the same time, like look behind you, look around you, right? There's people that are not nowhere near that path. Mm. And, and sometimes your, 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 your witness to them is not going to be words. Uh, but also know as Christian men that we may be the only Bible that some people read. So as we're homeward bound, you know, bring somebody with you. Walk the walk. Don't just talk the talk. Boom. <laughs> we're going to pray, but uh, thank you again for listening. Thank mm-hmm. you for uh, bearing with us. Mm-hmm. And I pray that uh, it made sense. And I pray that uh, you enjoyed it. Entertain- it was entertaining and also, uh, most importantly, ministering and ed- edifying. Because edifying. we don't want to discourage anybody we're not here to give you more world Mm-mm. we, we want to give jesus mm-hmm. we want to be salt and light and uh we want to be used for him so i pray that uh you enjoyed this and, and it was like i said edifying but if you you felt it was and you felt like uh is worthy please share mm-hmm. um and uh keep us in prayer we, please we love prayer we yeah. need it we all do we pray for you so let's pray Dear Jesus, thank you for today. Thank you for blessing us and watching over us. Thank you again for the time we have to come together and, and talk about you and uh, be able to, to record these conversations in a way that uh, we pray goes out to, to people to, to hear you and not us. And I pray that you get the glory and that you are moving in and through uh, people's hearts and minds right now as, as uh, those verses were shared and uh, we share for, from our application and our perspective. Lord, I pray that uh, it made sense and that, like I said, that you were heard and not us. And we just thank you for the opportunity you give us to, to talk about you and this free nation that we have to, to be able to, to worship and praise you um, every single day and not be a, uh, afraid of a, of a persecution or, or uh, someone coming at us in a, in a physical way, Lord. But I pray for the ones that do have to put up with that. I pray for the, the persecuted church. I pray for uh, any Christians uh, around the globe that uh, can't freely... Uh, praise you without the fear of uh, what man may do to them. I pray that the, that you embolden them and strengthen them um, and give them and show them uh, the light that uh, they should continue to walk on. I pray the same for, for myself, Justin, our families, uh, all that are listening, that uh, you continue to light our paths. And I pray that we stay uh, faithful to our walk and obedient to what you've called us to, to do and to be. And I just thank you again for this opportunity we have. And I pray also that you... Uh, Heal the sick, uh, restore the broken, and uh, help the lost see. Lord, I just thank you for all that you do. I love you, and it's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. And don't forget, Jesus loves you, and so do we. Thank you for listening to the Preserve and Illuminate podcast. We hope and pray this episode has brightened up your day. We appreciate you, and if possible, please post or share with anyone that may enjoy our podcast. Thank you, and God bless.